Hello and welcome to Be Inspired. I am your host, Hope Swithin. Be Inspired is a program that views everyday life issues from God's perspective. We believe that God's word has an answer to every life's issue. So every week, we'll be bringing you guides on how to deal with life issues from God's perspective. We also host interviews and showcase gluten services that add value to lives. On today's episode, I have an amazing coach, a well-seasoned coach in our time. He is no other than Pastor Collins Edebury. Pastor, you're welcome to the studio. Thank you. Good to be here. And I look forward to a good time and a learning opportunity for me to like it's really for others. I think we're going to learn much more from you. <laughs> In that way, there'll be some learning happening here today. That's correct. All right. So today we're looking at conflict resolution. Conflict resolution. And um, the first question that comes to my mind is, we, know, we, we see conflict resolution, but we just want to start from uh, the top by asking, what is conflict? How do you see conflict as a word? What does it mean to you? Conflict, um, just to keep it simple, means differences. Okay. Uh, differences in opinion, uh, differences in viewpoints, Differences in beliefs, mm. um, irreconcilable differences, mm. uh, differences that um, that injure um, our feelings, mm. yeah, and um, have progressed beyond um, the, the you know the ordinary level where you could say, okay, we just disagreed and we have moved on. Mm. When it goes beyond that level and it begins to cause injury, mm. and then you have a conflict in your hand. Mm. Uh, differences also lead to potential damage to relationships. Mm. That's all that. conflicts. Yeah. Mm. Amazing. Thank you so much. That's so insightful. Mm. So we'll go to the next one. What is conflict resolution? Now that you've okay, explained so we'll what conflict the, is. Yes. Yeah, so we define conflict. The truth of the matter is that nobody wants conflict. Exactly. If you read the Bible very well in Matthew 18, uh, Jesus was teaching and talked about offense. Mm. Offenses. And he came to a point and said, Whoa, want to aim. By whom offenses come? That's correct. <laughs> so That's correct. It, it means our offenses are very, very, uh, very unwelcome. Yes, they, they don't are. help our development at all. They remove the peace. They remove the peace in our hearts. Mm. Uh, they don't just let you progress. That's true. And so that's why Jesus caused offenses. And even then related it to, you know, extended it to those who carry offenses mm. by saying warn to them. To so them. Um, so we try to eliminate offenses. Mm. Uh, we try to uh, eliminate conflicts mm. uh, by so that we can create atmosphere for growth, atmosphere to uh, to better our relationships. Yes. Uh, so that process of eliminating conflict is what we call conflict resolution. Amazing. This uh, is most okay. times, yeah, mm-hmm. most times the conflict may not be totally um, resolved removed, or removed, but yeah. but yeah, but it will be it will be 
it to be shipped to the point where everybody can carry on do their own thing without mm-hmm. feeling um, inhibited. That's so true. that's what it is. So you resolve it one way or the other, mm-hmm. but everybody feels free. That load of um, that's on your conscience is that removed. That heavy thing is removed. And then yeah. everything that you be caught that you be carrying like a body is gone, mm-hmm. and then you feel free to move on to the next stage of your life. Yeah, that's, that's what uh, conflict resolution is about. This is deep. Thank you so much, Pastor. That is awesome. All right. So is it possible to really avoid conflicts? Is it is it possible? Is it possible to avoid conflicts? I mean, we are human beings. Yes, it, is it, it possible? Yes, it is. But, but if you really want to enjoy a relationship, you mm-hmm. want to get into a relationship and be a part and not be an onlooker in the relationship, mm-hmm. then I would say that uh, conflict is inevitable. Hmm. Yeah, because you see, that. we all don't think we all don't think the same way. That's correct. Uh, we all have different, you know, worldview and viewpoints. That's our true. values are even also different. That's true. Yeah, our values are different. The things that you will say to me and um, what you will do to me that I will laugh over, some other person will feel injured by it. That's correct. So as long as we are different, and as long as we are going to keep pushing, trying to see the world in a different um, uh, perspective. Mm. As long as we want things done in in, in a particular way, mm. and then at the same time we want to relate to people yes. who are not robots, who also have their own views about That's things correct. should be done. Yeah, then, then conflict is conflict is inevitable. Mm. Wow. It's inevitable. Yeah. Wow! 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 That is that is so that is strong. <laughs> it's something once you really look at how to manage. You know, where, because yeah. it will come. That's you what know, so, Yeah. You know, sometimes you're on your own. You think you're doing the right thing. Mm. You're pleasing the other person. And the person is just feeling offended by your, by your so-called goodness. Goodness, that's true. <laughs> Very people true. will hate you. Mm. They will hate your behavior, for not for anything that you have done. That's correct. But because of their own feelings and their own perception. Yes. I you know perception is reality. So they perceive that, oh, why is Hope doing this? Mm. Oh, she's doing it because she she wants to pull me down. She mm. wants to, and that's their perception. They, are, mm. they may not be correct. Mm, they may not so, be correct. But they already. Angry. But that's their reality. They're already angry. That's what it is. That's mm. what it is. Mm. That's why you know when Jesus was talking about this, it's, it, it, it used. It, I like the words he used. Mm. It says, "As much as it lies within you." But then you live in peace with all men. Yeah. Yes, if, mm. as much as it lies within you. Mm. So there are things that are outside your circle of influence. Mm. And you can't do anything about that. People will That's get into true. conflict with you for reasons that are not within your circle of influence mm. or control. Control. Amazing. Yeah. Wow, that's real. <laughs> that's real. That's the way it is. So as a coach, are there general rules of resolving conflicts irrespective of who is involved, whether amongst singles, peers, the married couples, countries or nations, superiors and subordinates, are there general rules? Oh, yes, there are. Oh, okay. There are steps. Okay. There's a long process, you mm. know, and it's a deliberate and intentional process. Okay. Uh, it takes you from one step to the other and then to the other mm. and to the other. Even in uh, corporate organizations, they, they actually have to spell out steps to resolve the conflicts because... There'll be conflicts in the workplace. Yes. The Bible spells out steps to resolve conflicts. That's correct. In Matthew 18. Uh-huh. Mm. So if um, 
you, Sister Hope, I, I have something <laughs> against you. Mm. The Bible says, rather than talk to everybody about it, I should come to you first. First, yeah. Yeah? I should come and tell you, I say, Sister Hope, that thing you said the other day, you did the other thing, I don't like it, so I don't like mm. it. If mm. we're able to resolve it amongst ourselves, mm. then we can then celebrate God and say, oh, and end it there. let's move on and end it there. Mm. So that's a process. Mm. But it says that if we cannot, then we should grab two other, you know, I should grab two other people yes. in the church or in the yes. body of Christ mm-hmm. and say, well, uh, Sister Hope said this to me and I brought it to her attention, but she would do nothing about it. Please follow me. Let's mm. go talk to her. Because I, I need to win her back. Mm. I need to win her back, you know, to a circle of love. That's I need correct. to be sh- sure that she understands me and I don't want to carry this body mm. any further. So you bring those people as witnesses. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah? And so they have, at that stage, we say, you have moved the conflict from the from the level of um, where it was to the level of mediation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So those people you have brought are here to mediate. Mm. Yeah. And both yeah. there are certain rules in mediation. Both of you must submit to it. You must mm. agree with the outcome. Mm. You must um, you must uh, be the people must be acceptable to both of you. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yes. So, That's correct. So there's no need bringing two brethren and the other one say, "Hey, you, you that has been uh, gossiping me around." Mm. Your church, so you can't proceed. Is there a problem? <laughs> it's a problem. So your mediators must be acceptable mm. to both parties. Both parties. And then once you can listen to the mediators, and it's okay, no, sister, this was it, and everybody accepts, and it ends there. That's true. That's what it is. Well, mm. if you don't agree, then the Bible says go to the next stage. Yes, sir. Bring the leaders of the church. Mm. <laughs> That's a major you know? stage. So. <laughs> Exactly. So you must start escalating the issue step yeah. by step. That's how it is in the workplace. Yes. Yeah. So you have ingredients against um, um, your staff and all of yeah. that. So they say, okay, write about it to your supervisor. Mm. If uh, the supervisor cannot solve it, go to the head of the department. If the head mm. of department cannot solve it, go on to, uh, if it's a unionized environment, tell the union executives, and they will go to the company leadership. Mm. And then um, if that cannot be done, and it just goes on and on. Yeah. So usually you go to, mediation and from uh, mediation you go to arbitration oh yeah the difference between mediation and arbitration is in arbitration you have many more people yes more parties yes involved more parties involved Mm. Uh, and not just more parties they are likely to be trained people trained people people really have experience yeah in resolving conflicts and all of that so you go to arbitration Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> and mm. so at the arbitration level, we're expected that it will be resolved. So mm-hmm. at every level, really, mm. in marriage and all of that, there are uh, rules and steps. This same, yeah, there are rules. These same steps apply. They, mm. they, you know, they, they are really there. The only difference when it comes to marriage for me is, and being a marriage teacher, I can talk authoritatively on this. Yes, sir. We always say, talk to each other. Try your best to resolve it because... By so doing, you learn how to handle your issues by yourself. By yourself but first. When, yes. But if you cannot, um, I've always advocated that for every marriage, there should be somebody that both of you have agreed from the beginning uh, to be like um, the voice in the house. Yes, sir. Uh, the father of the, of the uh, that both of you can turn to. Talk to uh, you. The one that uh, you, know, you can refer matters to sparingly. Yes, Once sir. in a long while, if it really goes beyond both of you. Mm. So you go to that man or that woman that both of you have chosen, and then you talk around it, yeah, mm. play around it, and then it's only when it's beyond that person and person says, okay, let me get some elders to join me. Yes, sir. And from there, maybe let me t- go to the leaders of the church, mm. and then 
whether it's corporate, whether it's individual relationship, whether it's uh, you have taken the money I gave to you to do business mm. and you have it away, and mm. all of that, whatever it is, mm. all these steps can be genuinely that's followed applied. until mm. you come to the point where, yeah, where you get to that arbitration, that's the involvement of more people who are more qualified in this area. Yeah, mm. uh, I will send a note of caution here that yeah, at this ahead. level, mm. it has to be people who really are qualified to speak on the matter. I think in the church, we make a lot of, um, we're getting into errors at this stage. Mm. Uh, could, we have people who bear titles, pastors, bishops, bishops. They may not be trained in the area of, you know, and that conflict. Okay. Yes. Yeah. They, they may not be trained, so they mm. may not be useful. Yeah, so mm-hmm. many cases that have gone out of hand and gone to divorce and all of that, mm. if you trace it back, they were badly handled by people who had no exposure and experience to handle such things. Oh, that, that's, that's some point so there. Yes, yeah, so at the level of arbitration, let's get the right people to really handle it. Mm. And then you, you start to see uh, successes. That's correct. In the corporate world, by the time it gets beyond arbitration, you're already going to, you know, adjudication. Mm. Adjudication is... Uh, as the word is, you hear the word doing that. Yes, you're already going yes. To judiciary. yes. You're already going to the judiciary. You're already going to mm. the law. That's a serious matter. At the level of education, you have gone to the law where people can ask, okay, we can't resolve it. Let's take this to court. Let's uh, yes, find sir. out uh, who's right or who's wrong. Who's so you're already at the level of education. Every, you know, most, um, very importantly, most relationships, once they get there or conflicts get there, everybody's, um, um, You've lost your power, actually. Mm. Most mm. of you have really lost your power to to make a difference. Mm. It will be the law that is applied now. And then uh, most times you are you're bound to go with the law, no matter how you feel. So the power you have in conflict resolution is what is uh, what uh, gives you satisfaction is the fact that wow, we were in this potential conflict situation. Mm. And then we're able to find a way out of a it. A way out of yeah. it early yeah. enough. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it makes you it makes you feel really proud of yourself, you mm. know. So mm. what we always say is that rather wait for conflict to fester to the point where there's mediation and all of that, you're already fighting mm. or even struggling amongst yourself to resolve a conflict. There's actually a step mm. that should precede all of this. All of this, and that yeah. is called conflict avoidance. Avoidance. Rather mm. than trying to. Re- Trying to resolve conflicts, mm. uh, there's also conflict management. Uh, the conflict okay. is already here, let's just be managing it. Okay. But rather than do conflict management or conflict resolution, okay. the best step and the recommended step is conflict avoidance. Avoidance. So, so just on that, uh, to avoid conflict. So, on that note, it brings us back to the other question I asked: Can conflict really? Is it possible to avoid conflict? It means there's to some instance, yes, you can avoid conflict, yes. isn't it? Okay. No, you can. You can. Amazing. So I'm hurt. I'm mm. in hurt. Mm. I, I feel pains. I, I come to hope and I say, Lord, I don't, or I don't even come to you. Mm-hmm. But I just decide to take the pains by myself. Mm. I, I'm not worried. I'm not, I know I'm in pains. Mm. Yeah. But rather than get into that argument with you, I just say, no, no. I give let it up. So mm. when, you, yeah, I let it go. When you avoid conflict, somebody suffers. Somebody oh, bears the pains no. on behalf of both great. of you. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. get that. Or, or you don't even get into a situation where conflict will even arise. Mm. So let's say I have a talkative um, uh, husband or a talkative wife who mm. uh, likes to talk and drag mm. issues to conflict. So the person, okay, I don't think I want us to get into this. I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I'm really sorry. Mm. I don't know what I've done, but I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> and you just uh, you you break it down. You 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 let the person have whether the person is right or wrong. You know. Yeah, I get so you. In that way, you have avoided you you avoid it. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. That's a great one. So uh, I know this is a bit uh, personal, but you can share with us. Kindly share with us the major conflict you have experienced in your own personal life. How was it resolved? Ooh. Have I really had a major conflict? Okay. I'm a specialist in avoiding conflicts. If you I'm like, a... I'm an absolute dodger. Ah. I dodge, uh, <laughs> dodge conflicts. I'm the kind of person that if you say to me, uh, you have offended me, I will, I'll be the one that was not eating. I won't sleep. Mm. I'll be troubled. And um, I've learned not to leave my soul to trouble. Mm. Uh, you know, so I have I avoid it. I mm. I do everything to avoid it. Mm. I I learned from the Bible very early enough in life. If you go to First Corinthians six verse seven, yes, sir. Yeah, it talks about you go to law with one another. In other words, you're dragging yourself before law and all that. Mm. Then he says, then two very you know powerful questions. He then asks, he said, why would you rather not take wrong? Mm. Why would you not rather allow yourself to be defrauded? Yeah. And you know, the first time I, I read that in the word of God, I'm like, so God expects me to take wrong sometimes. Mm. You know what that means? Just swallow wrong. Yes. Even sir. if you're not wrong. Mm. It says you should allow yourself to be defrauded. Mm. So I recommend that. And it's all like me, I learned that I'm a conflict avoider. I just I don't like to sit down and be dragging on issues and we discuss it. So I'm not feeling um uh, proud, mm. but in all humility, I think about 60 years of my life, I can't remember anything that looks like a major conflict and I came to sit down, people had to mediate and all of that. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. I've had instances and I related them in one of my books. I I still recall when I was in my advanced level, uh, one of the guys who have turned out to be my closest friends today, yes, sir. you know, you know, he slapped me mercilessly before the class. Mm. Or telling him what the school authority had said, he just came up and my lawyer slapped me. That's not, mm. I still remember it. They slapped me. Yes. so hot. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, I'm talking about something that happened in 1977. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. nice. Yes. Wow. Yeah, we're talking about 1977. I'm talking oh. about 43 years ago. Years ago. And in, my, my knees buckled. I but I just left mm-hmm. the class and I went to my room, went to have my bag, cleaned my eyes. 20 minutes later, it was at my door mm. with nearly half of the school. They were on their knees coming to bed. But as I opened the door, I said, I said, no, you don't need to do this. Wow. You don't need to do this. I hit him and I hugged him and I said, no, 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 I forgive you. The moment you did that, and I left the class. I don't love that. Wow. You know, so it's not something I started doing later in life, but mm. as young as I was then. And, you, you know, got it and early. I think that's that uh, touched the guy and uh, we, we have been friends since then mm. <laughs> we've been friends he's even a muslim he's not even a christian i'm a christian mm. but he's um he's my i will say closest friend yeah my closest mm. friend mm. up to today that wow. is that brought us together because yes. the guy couldn't believe he just couldn't yes believe imagine how, yeah. yes. how you didn't react and it's a time i was a school prophet so i had the pass to go report to school mm. i was him and all of that well, I just want to get into that conflict of reporting and getting through, you mm. know. So I've always been that kind of person. So wow. uh, it's worked for me. It gives you more creative um, 
a creative uh, opportunity to do more creative things than uh, carrying bodies around. You know? Around. So around. that's my recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> mm, that is awesome. <laughs> really awesome. So, so my my personal question would be another question I have is a situation where you've been with a particular um, set of people for a long time and then you have lots of respect for them and whatever they say actually is, is, is a goal for you. You just, you just start doing it. Now it comes to a time where you could, you, you could see clearly that it looks like if things are not done their way, then it's not the right way of doing it. So basically your opinions don't really matter. And you are quite obedient and quite humble and quite nice, but you're really getting hurt. In that kind of situation, what mm. should you do? Well, um, I've always believed that we have the power to choose our friends. Okay. Yeah, we also have the power to, um, to decide how deep we want that friendship to be. Okay. We have the power to regulate uh, and create boundaries in friendship mm. yeah so we we seldom use those powers because from my in, in, in ourselves we're very weak mm. to make certain decisions mm. yeah but when it's is to do with your well-being and the state of your heart mm. yeah there are um, concurrent and uh, you know heart problems that result from just carrying weights in your heart for example mm. yeah uh, for someone like me i like my heart to be free Mm. So if it's um, a choice between my happiness and you know just wanting to be a part of a of a group, mm. uh, whether it's a family group mm. or, and then I'm, I'm very unhappy in that group and all of that, I will first make the right choice and the right the right decision, and then I will exercise my power to define you know boundaries, mm. yes, within that relationship. Yeah, mm. um, I won't get this far. If it's, you know, I won't get to this kind of conversation. I won't even be involved in this kind of activity. You mm. give an account of your life to God. Mm. You you don't go to God and say, uh, because, you know, I've been with this people for a long time. I just couldn't uh, decide to, you know, give them the space that they needed uh, to be involved. And then they keep hurting me. Mm. And I just didn't know what to do thereafter. So the, the next thing I would want to ask is, you've handled lots of cases, I believe in your yeah. course of uh, interacting or interactions with people. So would you want to share with us yeah. maybe one, one major one that we could learn a thing or two from? It could be very brief, but mm. it's something we could learn from. Okay, so there are a lot of, um, a lot of cases. Um, I can remember one mm. that has to do with um, parents and his son of career mm. and um, they were into this for a long time big fights in the home mm. and eventually the parents who are pastors mm. uh, dragged the young man to me to my house mm. and we all lived in the same estate at the time okay and their main contention was that this boy whereas they were of the they are christians though uh, of the pentecostal you okay uh, this boy chose to, I uh, was tired of going to the regular school and said he wanted to go to the seminary. Mm. He wanted to be a kindly priest. Mm. He didn't have any intention to get married in the future. Mm. And, uh, and, the, and the parents couldn't really, really understand <laughs> this. So they've been de dealing with it 
counseling and doing all sorts of things with him. Mm. And eventually, he got out of and the boy was um, now becoming violent. He was, you know, he was fighting the their pressure. And then, of course, you know how that works. Mm. The child did not start talking back to the parents, and the parents are talking back, and they are mm. screaming, they are yeah. beating the wall, they are all sorts of things. The house was on heat, mm. and they've been going through this for months. Wow! And they thought it was something they could resolve, but later they said, "Well, no. If we have uh, Pastor Collins in the same state, let's go to him." Mm. So they, they they came, husband and wife, hmm. narrated the story and all of that. It's okay, so let's invite the young man. I'd like to hear from the young man. Yes, and then they invited the young man. So I did a lot of diagnostic conversations with him. The same. You hmm. see, that's what you should always do to unearth information hmm. and get enough data to resolve the conflict. So you have to carry out a diagnostic conversation. Yeah, we got that. And num- number two is that you must talk to both parties. Hmm. Yeah. Talk to them independently mm. and then talk to them together. Together, independently yeah? yes. and together. Yes, yeah, start with the independent ones. So I've talked to the father and mother and I said, okay, you guys can go home. Mm. Leave your son with me. And then the son gave his own perspective, uh, told me about his encounters, which his mm. parents were not uh, listening to. Wow. And all of that. And then when we're done with that, it's okay. The next day, I got uh, parents and son together. Mm. And then... Um, Everybody related their position, and of mm. course, areas that uh, that were that were um, um, how would I put it? The areas where they were not understanding each other that was causing yes, confusion. Yes, sir. Um, those ones came out in the open, mm. and I was able to then adjudicate along those lines mm. and say, "Well, this is not your your son's intentions are different. This okay. is what your son the the, the the direct experience he has had with with God on this matter. Mm. But these are your own feelings." About your own it. perceptions mm. and these are your your fears your fears major fear being that you will not have a wife and mm. you, so you 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 will not have grandchildren okay and, um, and so we're able to bring out the fact that parents were selfish mm. yeah and the that's boy really had, tough had, uh. yes and the and the boy was uh, rude yes but he was pushed to that point because rather than get the kind of um um, career Support. guidance he should have received. Mm. Yeah, everybody left him to, and because of age, he couldn't articulate how to respond. Yes, and sir. So um, I'm being trained, and they were able to bring out all of those issues. And then uh, we came to the conclusion that the boy should be allowed to go to the seminary. And to the seminary, mm. he went. Wow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, to the seminary, he went. And parents didn't like it initially, and all of that. But you know, he actually went on to become a priest. And then when he got to that point, you needed to come and see the pride between mm. the parents were announcing as soon as it's a priest. Awesome. And, this, this, and then dragged everybody to the consecration and all of that. Wow. And then every time they looked at me and they said, wow, Pastor, thank you. Wow. We, uh, I mean, we're limited in our, in our vision, in mm. our horizon, mm. in uh, being able to see into the future and possibilities. Wow. And so that's what we do. Mm. We make you see what you're not, the possibilities you're not seeing. Yeah, and all of that. This For example, awesome. like yeah. I said to them, yes, if a child goes to the seminary, he can go through that same process, that school, and decide that, oh, I thought I wanted to be a priest, and I don't want to be a priest anymore. Anymore. That's correct. Yeah. We have seen yeah. many of them. Happen, and they go yes. back to normal life. Yes. Mm. So, just fighting at that stage, well, it didn't make sense. Mm. Yeah. It didn't make sense to me at that point mm. in time. And I said yeah. to them, if he goes through this training, six years, seven years, whatever, and he, it keeps, you know, at the same, same message. Mm. 
and is growing in that belief and that, that conviction, then yes, you, you should know that uh, you have no right to oppose that. Mm. That conviction didn't come from him, uh, from man. It came from God. Came from so God. when you start opposing that, you're opposing God. <laughs> and all of that. So we let it all out. And everybody, wow. everybody saw what it was. And at the end of the day, uh, God had his way. Wow, this is awesome. Thank you so much. You've done, you've done justice to this. So I would like to just say, um, what would be your last word or a final word to our listeners on how to resolve conflicts? Yeah. I, I would say there's so much conflicts in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Major conflicts at national level and uh, cultural levels and all of that. Mm. Uh, let's not add the ones we can manage the ones that have to do with interpersonal relationships. Relationship. Yeah, because we'll just spend all our time trying to manage conflicts at different levels and then very little energy uh, to mm. do things that are more creative. Mm. So I would just say, that. like Jesus would say, as much as it lies within you, then be at peace with all men. Mm, this is awesome. Thank you so much, yeah. Coach. Thank you, Pastor. Thank <laughs> You've you, done real you, justice you. to this, and, and we really appreciate your time. Please, are there books that uh, we know thank all you your books you. are amazing? So we, we want to know where they are at and where we can reach them. Yes. Or oh, the numbers to call to get the books. Okay, just to get uh, to our books, you can call the number 0701 2183. Okay. 2183. I repeat that 0701 Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. And we, we, we look forward to displaying your books as well on our website so that people can easily okay. um, reach you as well with the number you provide. Yes, sir. Thank you so That'll much. Pastor Collins That'll has be been, he, he has been an amazing coach and um, by the grace of God, I've known him for quite some time. <laughs> I'm still a very small girl, <laughs> but I've been privileged to, to, to have him as family. Yes, I can, I can, I can say that. I've been privileged to have him as family. And so we, in the same vein, we just want to say that uh, conflicts can be avoided like we heard. And we've also seen God's position on it, on this matter. And you're thinking, is it possible that God could have rules and, and, and general rules like this, even good guides on how to resolve, uh, resolve conflicts? I would like to know a God like this who even has opportunities of telling people that they can bear wrong sometimes just to let conflict go. So just in case you haven't given your life to Jesus, this is an amazing opportunity for you. And the, the steps are so easy. We can find the steps in Romans chapter 10, verse 9. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. You know, and the scripture says that whoever is in Christ Jesus, that person is a new creation. All things have passed away and all things have become new. If you want to make Jesus the Lord of your life, just say the simple prayers with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. I believe that you raised him from the dead. I am saved. If you said those prayers, congratulations. You are born again. All things have passed away and all things have become new. 